church. It is so great to see you here this morning. We are so thankful for each one of you. If you have been visiting a while or this is your first time, we would love to get to know you better. And there's a couple ways you can do that. You can go out in the atrium to the welcome desk. Someone will be there to welcome you and there's a special gift for you if you're new. Also, you can do it digitally. We have a, a place set up for you that you can actually text the phone number 904-441-6900 and put the word in connect and that will actually connect you um, with a, a card that you can fill out. There's also a great place to put in your prayer request. We would love to pray with you. If you have a prayer request even during the week, you can put that phone number in and put the word connect. We'd love to pray alongside of you as well. That phone number is also great for the word news, and that will give you actually a digital bulletin, the same one that is a written bulletin. And you can see the goings on of the church. If you're like me in the middle of the week, you kind of lose what's going on. It's great to be able to put that phone number in. And you can also put it in for women, men, kids, and that will take you to their website and also give you that information. Just a couple of things I want to share with you this morning and highlight for you. One of the ministries uh, will be having a table for two, which is a couple's dinner, that's September the 22nd. And I encourage you, uh, take your honey with you, be a couple, and just spend some quality time. There's going to be encouragement, some giveaways, it's six to eight. Um, they also will have child care uh, ministry kind of for our kids as well. So I encourage you to sign up for that. Also for our ladies, you know, ladies, we do a luncheon every year in November, and we do it as an outreach, and we reach out in the community. And this year, we're gonna be having some of our speakers from different organizations that work, deal with women. And I would just encourage you, if you have the heart for hospitality, or that is something that you just love decorating, or you wanna help, we need at least 40 of you or more would be great. We're gonna have a gathering September the 18th, and we'd love to talk with you and have your input on that. So please sign up and come. We'd love to have you for that as well to help us plan that event. Also, I just wanna turn your attention to the video that we have another ministry we'd like to share with you. Have a blessed week, thank you. What is a promise? A promise is reason to expect that something will happen in the future. And in the midst of promises, in the time between when the word was given and it is fulfilled, we wait. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. So let's stand. Let's give glory to God for the majesty of what he did in creation. Praise the
the book of Acts, we read that there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaon, a lifelong friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. Heather Carlton, our missions minister, is coming now to pray for our missionaries, David and Barbara Crossman, who are returning to their field tomorrow. They would love to have been here this morning, but Miss Barbara is feeling very under the weather. She's not doing well. So let's let's pray for them for their return and for her healing and that she would feel better. So let's pray, please. God, thank you so much for the opportunity to come before you and lift up the Crossmans that you have called out. You have placed a special calling on their life and you are sending them back to the front lines. You're sending them to back to Moldova and to the Ukraine to minister in war-torn areas. And for that, they need your strength. I pray for a special healing touch for Ms. Barbara even now. God, that you would heal her, that you would give her strength to make the journey back tomorrow. We are so grateful for their service, so blessed by their time to be here with us over the summer. I pray that they would go back refreshed, strengthened, and encouraged in the power of your spirit. We are grateful to be a part of what you're doing around the world. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
So why are people like Paul and Barnabas in the New Testament and David and Barb Crossman right now, why are they called to leave their homes and leave their friends and their families and go to other places to tell people about Jesus? Well, this is not a, not a trick question. The correct answer is the obvious one. It's because both here at home and all over the world, people are looking to fill that God-shaped void in their hearts. And if it's not filled with God himself, then they're going to find something, some idol, to fill it. Listen to what Psalm 115 has to say. Why should the nation say, where is their God? Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths but do not speak, eyes but do not see. They have ears but do not hear, noses but do not smell. They have hands but do not feel, feet but do not walk, and they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them, so do all who trust in them. O Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. You who fear the Lord, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. The Lord has remembered us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, both the small and the great. Would you bow with me? Lord, you are a God who makes your expectations of your people clear. You tell us very plainly of the benefits we can anticipate when we live our lives under the umbrella of your blessing and protection. And you tell us just as plainly of the consequences we can expect when we choose to remove ourselves from under that umbrella and attempt to live our lives on our own, according to our own whims and desires. You warn us of the folly of exchanging the truth about God for a lie and worshiping and serving ourselves, mere creatures, rather than you, the Creator. Forgive us then, Lord, for becoming like our idols, not physical statues of wood or stone or precious metal, but idols of our own devising nonetheless. We idolize power, so we elevate ourselves and jealously guard our prerogatives, demanding our rights while the powerless are left to fend for themselves as best they can. Forgive us. We idolize possessions, so we strive to get wealth and grasp tightly to our goods, forgetting the needs of others as we live selfishly. Forgive us. We idolize popularity and position, so we push down and denigrate others to exalt ourselves. Forgive us. Lord, move us instead to trust in you, for you alone are our help and shield. Only you have the eyes to see our true needs and the hands to meet them. Only you have the ears to hear the cries of our hearts and the praises of our lips. Only your mouth has the words of life. Only you are the solution to all the world's problems. Hear our prayer 
and cleanse our lives. Make us acceptable vessels for your use so that when you call, whom shall I send and who will go for us? We will be fit to reply, here am I, send me. And all God's people who agreed said, amen. Let's stand and sing. weekend uh, this weekend I just want to thank you for your support of our Acts 18 missions fund and that goes to support both local and international partnerships and so thank you for your generosity and giving that and uh, you can support that either by going online and designating Acts 18 or doing so on our giving envelopes in uh, our giving boxes in nature but thank you let's pray this morning Lord we love you so much God and we thank you for God how you are moving uh, through our Acts 18 giving not only locally in our community God but also internationally and so, Father God, as uh, we have a time to think about and reflect your calling on our lives, and God, how we're called to go and to share the gospel to not just our local community, but to the ends of the earth, Lord God, I pray that you challenge us and encourage us. And Father, we love you so much. We pray all this in your mighty name. Let's pray for open ears and eyes. Oh, word of God, so
Good morning, church. Happy Sunday. Isn't it a great day to be in the house of the Lord? And it's a great day to be serving our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, we have these core values. Jesus is the way. The Bible is the map. Disciple making is our mission. Love is our greatest command. Serving is our privilege. And every person is important. And you are important to all of us. We know it's out there. We know Jesus is the way. The Bible's the map, so disciple-making is our mission. That's what Missions Weekend's all about, going out and making disciples where there are no disciples. And I'm so glad that you are part of it. Um, there are a lot of things that have been going on. You can look around and look through the bulletin and uh, see those. But what I would like to do right now is introduce a very, very special guest here, Anastasia. Um, I'm, I'd like to introduce to you Dr. David Youth. He is the pastor of First Baptist Church in Orlando, and he could be there, but he decided he'd rather be here in St. Augustine, and we're so grateful that you did, and he brought his lovely wife, Rachel, and not only that, because of his ministry, he's brought people as far as Louisiana to join us. His friend Bobby's going to introduce a little bit later as well, so so grateful that they're here. Uh, I've known David for several years, uh, known him by reputation, certainly before I got to meet him. And I have just been so impressed with his heart. His heart speaks to me. He's got a pastor's heart, a compassionate heart, a heart for lost people. And it's just what we need to hear on Missions Weekend. Uh, not only has he been pastor of, is he pastor for the last uh, 17 years at uh, First Baptist Church Orlando, he has been president of the International Mission Board. When we support missions through the cooperative program, um, he was on the board and president of that board for several years. Not only that, uh, he's, uh, he's served as a professor teaching at uh, Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, the seminary you and I went to. At the same time, we, when we were students, he was teaching. And so <laughs> really, uh, really grateful and, and excited to have Dr. David Youth here with us today. So did you give him a warm Anastasia welcome? Thank you, Pastor, and uh, thank you, folks. Now, let's see, is it on? Good. We're good to go. Man, I'm so glad to be here. I've heard about you from the time I got to the state, and then I met your pastor at, uh, I don't know, maybe one of the state things we had, and I really, really enjoyed him. I thought we had a kindred spirit, and, and so 17 years later, he finally felt like he could trust me, and so he invited <laughs> me to come. So it took a while, but I'm glad that he did. And I'm really glad to be here with my wife, my wife, Rachel. We have three children, and uh, they're all grown and uh, living in Orlando. And then I have a really good friend um, who is here with me. He, he called me or texted me earlier last week. He is a liaison between um, the government there in Louisiana and the, and the uh, governor's office and the government uh, there, whatever you would call him. He's the liaison between them and NASA and is really involved in funding and those kinds of things. So he is here for the launch tomorrow. And what act was going to have the governor and another real close friend of mine, but they couldn't come. And I said, Hey, you're going to be in church. He said, yeah, I'm coming. He said, I'll watch every weekend. I said, well, I'm not going to be in church. I'm going to be in another church. Come there. 
And so he changed his plans, and he came in late last night and joined us. His name is Bob Futiker. I want you to welcome Bob Futiker from Louisiana. Just a great friend. And Bob, we've had some great stories, but one of my closest friends and his closest friend is a, is a guy that was a uh, superintendent for a big construction company in North Louisiana, and he was tough. Bob was a great friend of his, and he said, I'm going to get you connected with him, David, because I believe that God's going to use you to help bring him to Christ. And sure enough, Bob was the, was the kind of the connection, and that friend has come to know Christ, and he is a dear friend to us both as a believer now in the Lord Jesus. So, Bob, I'll always remember that moment with Juno and you, and I thank God for you. So let me just tell you that uh, this weekend, it's been amazing to watch things happen out there. I don't know. Do y'all call it the atrium? What do you call the atrium? And I, I was just watching the bags being packed and, and meeting some folks that y'all had here as guests, some of the missionaries that are here. And I, I'm just, I'm so proud to be in a church that doesn't forget that we have a mission. And, and, and that mission, it doesn't stop in this room. It, it just starts in this room. And thank you for being active. And, and I want to encourage you. I want to just challenge you to continue to do everything that you can. Because I, I really believe, I'm in a series uh, back in Orlando on end times. Okay? I, I just had a crazy moment. Walter and thought, I'm going to do a series on end times. Oh, boy. Um, and I'm not writing a book, okay? I know you can make a lot of money selling books about the end. But I, I just wanted to, because I feel like we're in the last days. And as a New Testament professor, you know, I taught the New Testament. I just almost ran out of time before I get to Revelation, you know. Most of my classes that I taught when we uh, were about to be out, well, we haven't got time for Revelation. Uh, you'll have to learn that on your own. John Calvin wrote a commentary on every book in the Bible except for one. <laughs> and all he wrote on Revelation was, only God knows. So I... <laughs> I tended to t tell them, okay, y'all figure it out. But I just began to get interested in 